Welcome back to Otani Comes to America. I'm Jack. And I'm Kev. As we had talked about last episode, Otani had gotten into a rhythm of pitching on Sundays, which meant that this week we were supposed to get a matchup between him and Masahiro Tanaka of the New York Yankees when they played on Sunday. But unfortunately, during the middle of the week, that fizzled out. Otani wasn't trying to face his father, <laughs> Masahiro Tanaka, the god. He's not really his father, but in his baseball field, I like to call him that. We don't know for sure if it was Otani's decision or if it was the Angels, although it could have been a little of both. Angels manager Mike Sosha gave the reason that there's so much on his plate on what he has to do that we're going to push him back a little. He's fine. Workload management. That's it. Uh, I don't know. I've read different things on Twitter and little articles. There's one saying that they might face the Yankees in the playoffs and they're trying to save the start for that because there's like stats that when a pitcher faces a team for the first time since they don't know his pitch movements and never seen him, then obviously the batters have a hard time. That's a reach, but... Because, again, you don't know if you're going to face the Yankees. At least we got to see him bat against Tanaka, which is it's something. Yeah, it was still a matchup. Not the one that people had hoped, but this would have been... If they had pitched against each other, Japan especially would have gone crazy over there. For those who don't know, Tanaka also played in the same league that Otani did in Japan. The Nippon Professional Baseball League. Tanaka played in it from 2007 to 2013, and after that, he came over to the MLB, where he signed with the Yankees for a seven-year, $155 million contract, which was the fifth largest deal ever given to a pitcher at the time. I guess a disclaimer for this episode, if you haven't heard us talking about it on previous episodes, is that we are big Yankee fans, and we're from the Bronx and have been Yankees fans throughout our lives, so... Don't come at us with the, oh, you guys are just jumping on the bandwagon after this <laughs> new tune. I mean, if anything, we're jumping on the Otani bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> there was a chance that Otani was going to go to the Yankees earlier during the off season. This would have been a very different podcast, you know? <laughs> or maybe not. It would have been the same, just with different colors, I guess. But yeah. The Yankees had an opportunity to sign him. There was talks about it. They, the Yankees, have been tracking Otani since high school, like I'm sure a few other teams have, including the Angels and I think the Dodgers, but we know the winner in that one. The Yankees have actually um, some history of bringing players from Japan, like another god, the Godzilla. <laughs> Not a pun, but this is really his nickname. Hideki Matsui, who... Won a championship with us, and it's loved by all of us <laughs> Yankee fans. Very true. Very true. So yeah, and Tanaka. The Yankees also have other history relating to Otani where, as we've mentioned, Otani is the first big two-way player since Babe Ruth, and the Yankees were the home of Babe Ruth. So yeah, just to compare it to something else, it would be like, LeBron trying to break records um, in Chicago Bulls, trying to chase Jordan. And, I mean, LeBron actually wears number 23, <laughs> which is even a deeper of a connection. But yeah, so something that maybe you would want to do if you're a huge fan of Babe Ruth and what he did and the team. 
But you might also want to do that on your own team and make your own name. The Yankees didn't even get to make their case in person. Otani didn't want any East Coast teams and instead eventually went with the LA Angels. But for us Yankee fans, that turned out okay because after that happened, the Yankees went and got Giancarlo Stanton, one of the best acquisitions and one of the best players in the league. Yeah, former NL MVP. Last year got it. Before we talk about how that Yankee series went, let's talk about a less important whatever series that happened against the Blue Jays. On Monday, you know, Otani Lazy Monday, he couldn't just have the day off himself. He had to bring it to the whole team. Let's just have a all-together day off as a team. Let's do something. What do you think they did? Well, they were playing in Toronto on Tuesday. <laughs> so, Ooh, six. <laughs> six, six, six. I imagine, naturally, <laughs> Monday they flew to Toronto and met with Drake. Ooh. Hit up the studio. Little studio slash. Damn, I could see that happening. I think if Otani listens to rap, it would be Drake, right? <laughs> <laughs> I could see that for sure. I could see that happening. Yeah, Drake likes to put his stamp on everything, so don't be surprised if you see him wearing an Otani jersey in an Instagram post or something. On Tuesday night, the Angels faced the Blue Jays, where Otani went 0 for 3, one walk, one strikeout, but again, had a great batting practice, which is good, you know, showing off for the Canadian fans. On Wednesday, Otani goes 1 for 4. Um, that doesn't seem like a big deal, but it was pretty special. That one hit was a double in the ninth inning with the bases loaded. But yeah, let's move on to Thursday night where Otani goes two for three. A lot better. And now back to New York for the Yankees series. On Friday night, Otani went 0 for three with one strikeout and one walk. But we had an interesting matchup. Chapman, which is our Yankees closer. He's known to throw pitches averaging between 100 and 103, sometimes even 104. And yeah, he faced Otani. Otani didn't give up, though. He got a few good hacks, but ended up just grounding out to the shortstop, Didi Gregorius. After that first game in Yankee Stadium on Friday, Otani said through an interpreter that this field has a lot of history. Anyone that plays baseball would like to play here one day, and that was exciting for me. So let's move it on to Saturday, where Otani went one for four. He got one walk, which gave him one RBI, which came the bases loaded again. Um... Stayed calm, got the walk, productive, but struck out twice. Then we go to Sunday, the matchup that could have been. But still somewhat of a matchup. Still a matchup. He gets to bat against them. He could embarrass his father, but that's not what went down. <laughs> Otani went 0 for 3 with two strikeouts. He did get one walk, though. All against Tanaka. So overall... Otani had a subpar debut at Yankee Stadium. But also to note with the Yankees is that Otani has a Rookie of the Year competitor. Yeah, so far the first one-third of the season, we've kind of just handed the Rookie of the Year to Otani. Yeah, competition has come up in the form of Labor Torres, the Yankees rookie, also sensation. Yeah. He's been a top prospect the last three years. He is playing incredibly. Insane. 
Alright, so we're going to give you some stats just to compare both of them. I'll be telling you Glaber's. Jax will give you Otani's. Um, let's start with average. Glaber, 323. Otani, 291. Glaber, 9 home runs. Otani, 6 home runs. Glaber, 24 RBIs. Otani, 20 RBIs. Glaber, 32 hits total. Otani, 30 hits total. Glaber has 99 at-bats. And Otani has 103. And the reason these are close is because, as we've talked about a bunch of times, Otani only gets a certain amount of at-bats because he also pitches and he takes days off before starting and after. And he also doesn't hit on the games he pitches Mm -hmm. because of the AL rule. And the reason why Glaber is close to that is because he came up a little later in the season. Glaber... Actually came up April 22nd, which is just over a month. Again, you hear the numbers. They're pretty stunning. And he's a 21-year-old. So far, Labor also, most of his homers have gone over 400 feet, which is a lot of power. And he's the youngest player with home runs in four games back-to-back in American League history. He actually hit five total during the span. And one of the games, he... Went for a multi-home run game. He became the youngest Yankee since Mickey Mantle in 1952 to achieve a multi-homer game. And everybody knows Mickey Mantle. Yeah, the god. Yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, every time we mention, like, (laughs) an old Yankee, we'll probably say the god, just (laughs) because, I mean, (laughs) what else can you call them, you know? 27 rings, 28 coming soon. (laughs) Torres isn't only killing with the bat, but he is also pretty good with the glove. Um, he is a converted shortstop to second base. There's a few reasons why he's at second base. One is that we already had a shortstop in Didi Gregorius. Second of all, we didn't have a second baseman to start the season. Not any good ones. While they're both rookies this season in Major League Baseball, Otani has some more playing time than Torres because of Japan, which is an argument that can go both ways because Japan baseball is not the same level as Major League Baseball, but that might come up in the debate also for who gets Rookie of the Year. There's also an argument of whether Otani pitching, if that's more valuable than Torres playing in the field at second base. It's a complicated thing, and it's something that will evolve as the season goes on and it depends how close him and Labor's numbers continue to stay and we'll keep you updated on that situation throughout the season but we thought we'd bring it up since they were playing the Yankees and him this weekend that about wraps it up for this week next week the Angels play the Tigers and Rangers two terrible teams we don't know when Otani's going to pitch yet because he got postponed from this Sunday start This has been Otani Comes to America. I'm Jack. And I'm Kev. And we'll see you next week. New episodes every Monday.